0: Welcome to Exploring Possibilities. I'm your host, Cheryl Sitz. Since 2012, Mario Rosales of TechLife Balance and I have been airing inspiring, insightful conversations with all kinds of change agents who are raising the vibration on our planet. It's the intention of this show to, well, explore possibilities and shift perspectives in holistic spiritual ways. You'll hear how these experts discover and share their deepest passions to make a bigger difference in the world. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play. And please rate the show so other people can find us too. We'll introduce today's guest in just a moment.
1: Have you ever gone to a social media seminar and you have the online experts telling you, get a blog, get a website, get on social media, all this other stuff. By the time you're done with that seminar, that online expert is very good at frying your brain. (laughs) the funny part is, you come back home, you get in front of the computer, and you're lost. Hi, I am Mario with Tech Life Balance. I see this all the time. You spend so much money and still don't know what is going on with your online presence. And you know, you probably don't need all of that. Let me go ahead and translate geek to english for you and show you what you really need, because you don't need it all. You probably only need a few components. You have a great message out there and I would like to hear it and I definitely want to help you put it out there. I am Mario Rosales with TechLifeBalance.net. I produce this podcast because I love distributing messages. Let me help you distribute your message.
2: Who are you? Why are you here? What wonders and opportunities await you beyond physical death? What happened millennia ago create the damaged earth and fractured societies you see around you empowering enlightening internationally acclaimed the joseph communications books offer answers to these questions spiritual concise contemporary non-denominational the communications originate from joseph a highly evolved discarnate spirit concerned for you and the future of the planet and its peoples the words of Joseph and his soul group give you the power to bring light and change into your own life and the lives of others and to restore the earth. Available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook formats, the communications can be ordered today at www.thejosephcommunications.com and also from Amazon and other major booksellers. All proceeds are used for further publishing and advertising and to make the communications available worldwide.
0: I am reconnecting with my coach, Oge Okosieme, who made such a powerful difference in my life a couple of years ago, and we've stayed connected. And I've been watching you go through a shift, Oge, and now you're starting to focus on something you call the new human experience. What on earth
3: is the new human experience, and how do I know if I am one? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hello, hello, Cheryl. Really cool to connect with you again and thank you for that question. That is like a, a big question <laughs> to start off with. What the hell is the new human experience? Well, the new human experience started for me, perhaps if I begin where it started, for me, and Great. then start to to fill in the gaps for you. So it, it kind of started. It started for me around eighteen months ago when I went to Paris to live for a while. Okay, so there I was. I had this business that was blooming. It was like growing, really growing, and I had set up my business in a way. I could run it from anywhere in the world. So I thought I've always wanted to live in Paris, why not go to Paris, one of the most glamorous cities in the world, yadda yadda yadda, yad, let me go and live there for a while. And For the first few months it was beautiful. I was still traveling back and forth between um, London and Paris. Um, doing my work, which then was teaching other coaches, consultants, healers, how to package what they know into high-end products and services that people um, want to buy. So I was like doing really well with that. Now, what I started to notice while I was in Paris, here was that <laughs> gradually what I was doing was no longer fulfilling. So here I was, on the one hand, doing something everybody else was dreaming about doing. Everybody, I mean, a lot of people would have loved to have got the knack of what I was doing because I'd got the knack of it. And here I was slowly dying inside. It was just not making sense to me. Now, I'm going to spare you all the bit in between, but I did get to a point where I stopped marketing. I stopped paying attention to my business. It's like just doing it. It was more painful doing what I was doing than not doing it. And I couldn't understand for the life of me why I was going through that whole stuff. Now. Along with that, as well, other stuff started happening. Like the things I used to do in the past that used to work, like how I used to market, that was working. How I used to show up, that was working. Cheryl, all those things stopped working as well. That was, that that's the second part of it. Is that all those things stopped working for me? So that was a very scary place for me to be in. First of all, nothing was making sense anymore. And it's seemingly out of the blue. Nothing's making sense. And then all the things I used to do that used to work for me stopped working. Okay. I actually got to a place where I got to this no man's land, as I call it, where eventually I had to listen to that inner, it was an inner pulling I had to listen to. Eventually, I started listening to it, not because I wanted to, but I had to. I actually got to a place where I had nowhere else to go. Um, I couldn't go back to the island I had left, i.e. the things I used to do that work, because they weren't working anymore, okay? I didn't have a plan for where to go forward. I didn't have a strategy. And as you know, with strategies, strategies are so good because they give us clarity. So I did not have the clarity of a strategy. And here I was in the middle of a big blue ocean, not knowing what to do and scared to death, really, really scared to death. So I did. The only thing I could do then is to stop. (laughs) to stop then and start going inward, start really listening, slowing down and listening to, to what my heart was saying, to what my intuition was saying, to what the inspiration was saying. It was during those times in the no man's land that I realized I was becoming a different human to the one I had left, okay? I'd become a human who was now relying so much on energy, on her own energy and her own inner experiences to guide her. And that's where the whole concept of the new human experience started to birth. Okay, because it was, I was becoming a new human and I was creating an experience that was so different that I didn't even have a language for it. Okay, but I didn't know that something was changing. And the scary thing, the other scary thing was not knowing how to define it. So I'd be going through this stuff. And I didn't know how to explain to people what I was going through because they didn't feel to be a language for it. That makes sense.
0: It Very much. I think you're very much describing what many of us are going through in the last couple of years and in various stages of it. It's true. The old way stops working and we don't even know how
3: to describe where we end up. And Mm -hmm. the only thing to do is go inside. That is, that was my only recourse in the end. So, when you're operating in a world where everything is outcome focused, yeah, mm-hmm. everything you hear is about the results, everything you hear is about the tangible stuff, yeah, and you're operating in this world where those things are given priority and let yet yeah, every sense of your being is saying there's something different there's something new that I'm needing to create here I don't even know what it is but my whole being is saying okay stop we are changing direction but oops sorry can't tell you where we're going right now because we don't even know where we're going the only thing we know is we need to stop and change direction that's scary as hell it is yes (laughs) So the new human experience is the experiences we create when we become a new human. And I've called it the new, new human experience because the experiences we're creating as a collective is unknown. And that's hard for many people to get their head around that we are living in a world of unknown Quantities or non-qualities. At the moment, we do not have a blueprint for where we are going. Most right. people kind of know this, and a lot of people are still trying um, to to um, what do I call it? To brave their way around it. But we do not know because we are creating new experiences. Okay, it's a new whole new ball game. One thing I do know, though, one thing I can say for sure is that the experiences we are creating is what I call energy-led now. It's not based on action anymore. It's not based on taking on pushing from the outside in, which is an out action-focused creation, quote-unquote. It's based on creating from energy now. Okay. And that is part of the new human experience, creating with energy. Can you
0: tell me more about this? I, I'm trying to understand. So this is something that I've been going through personally, and I, and I totally get that we're somewhere we've never been. So how do we know when to act and when to flow or how to, how to balance what we're doing here?
3: Good question. Good question. I'm, I'm I'm, okay. I've made an assumption here like you're talking about when to act when to do something and when to flow is when to just sit back and see what happens. Is that what you mean.
0: Yeah, or, you know, spend more time in the listening and the meditating and less time in the doing, like trying to balance that new paradigm that we're in of following our inner guidance and knowing when to act and when, when we're jumping the gun and it's not time to act yet, that thing.
3: Well, the, the answer to that is if you follow your inner guidance, your inner guidance will direct you to what to do. So the question isn't really about when to act or not to act because everything is an action Cheryl sitting and listening is an action and i think that's where the do you see what i mean that's where the shift needs to happen is that if we start to understand that everything is an action even when you say i'm going to wait waiting is an action Okay, so it's about choosing actions that honor you and is empowering to you and is taking you in the direction that you want to go in the moment. And in the moment is so important with the new human experience. Okay, so with old human and old paradigm, we projected a lot into the future a hell of a lot into the future so Mm -hmm. strategies are about planning for future outcomes and all that kind of stuff I call that kindergarten stuff it was useful okay now it's no longer useful and I'll tell you why it's not useful as creator beings new human powerful creator beings who are who are coming to understand that we are the creators of our reality okay once you understand that 100% in your body there is no need to project because you know that your creation is a given all you ever need to do is make the decision and set the intention and then let it be your job is now to live in the moment and and um, unfold the process does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, and it's bringing up
0: a big thing. I, I mean, with a capital C, it's that control thing. It's yeah. it's a complete letting go of control in in a sense. And yet it's, I can also hear how it's
3: a taking control. You want to explore that a little bit? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean for most people the opposite of control is lack of control okay Mm -hmm. that's what a lot of people will say to you when i'm not in control i'm out of control and i lack control control is an illusion it is not real because Mm -hmm. there is no need for control of or lack of okay Mm -hmm. all there is Ever is creation in the moment because we are energetic beings we will always project energy and then when we project energy that energy comes back and we hit it and we can either respond to that energy or we can react to it okay Mm -hmm. that's all there ever is that it's basic so you can see there's nothing there's nothing to control because we are always going to project um, the only kind of control there would ever be is if we could say, I can, I can control myself and not project energy. But that's not how we are wired. We are always going to project. So I would say, and when I say project, projection can sometimes be seen in a negative light. No, projection is what it is. So we have an energy, what I call a frequency we vibrate at a certain frequency and that vibration projects and once it's projected, it's reflected back to us. It can be reflect- When it's reflected back to us, we give it meaning. We can either define it as negative, we can define it as positive and we can define it as neutral. <clears throat> so I think this whole idea of being in control of things can be very unhelpful. Mm-hmm. okay and the whole idea that um lack of control is the opposite of control i think is not necessarily true the opposite of control is trust mm-hmm. okay the opposite of control is trust because when you trust in things there is no need for control think about that think about situations for people listening think about any situation where you've trusted that something is happening do you need to control when you're trusting right okay it's the same with ourselves when you trust that something you've created Um, is going to manifest for you something you want is going to manifest for you there is no need for control yeah so controlling trying to control anything is actually a discounting thing we do to ourselves whenever you move into control what you are telling yourself is you have an expectation that you cannot yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, and I'm thinking about the ways that we kind of manipulate language so that we don't feel like we're talking about control anymore. Things like being responsible or irresponsible, you know, that planning is an important part of being responsible in our society, right?
3: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That is an old human way. And you yeah. know, like I said earlier, as old humans, we projected a lot into the future. Um, and that worked. That worked at kindergarten level. Yeah? <laughs> that kind of um, Planning worked at kindergarten level. Um, at the new human level, the main planning you ever need to do is to get clear on what your big, bold desire is, what it is you want to create, and set that intention and project that energy. That's about the biggest planning you'll need to do as a new human. The rest is about process and smelling the roses and enjoying the taste of the coffee as you go along. Mm-hmm.
0: And for many of us doers, that's exactly what we've sacrificed in all the doing. We haven't slowed down enough to enjoy, enjoy, period.
3: Yeah, you're talking to a doer here. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking to a doer whose (laughs) um, core truth, one of my core truths is productivity, okay? Mm -hmm. I always have to be productive, um one of the, th- and there's nothing wrong with it, productivity is neutral until you start to put certain meanings onto it. So for me, productivity used to be I had to be out there earning my keep and my productivity for me would show by the amount of money that was in my bank account. If I had loads of money in my bank account, I was being really productive. If it started going down, like, I need to get productive. And that's what I was doing with my old business, okay? When I ground to that halt, I started realising that productivity could be a different way. So listening to my inner guidance is another type of productivity. Very mm-hmm. productive, actually, for where I <laughs> wanted to go. But it wasn't something I had valued up until then. So it's about where I was placing my value. But listening to my inner guidance listening to my intuition it's listening to my intuition and my inspiration that has led me to this turn into the new human experience okay into this whole brand i am growing of the new human experience do, do, do you see do you see what i, I do mean? Yeah, Yeah.
0: and it seems like a really good time for some of us who've been busy, so busy doing to start to figure out what we enjoy and play a little more with that and worry a little bit less about the other stuff.
3: Yeah, start to focus more on the process, okay? Again, old human was actually about outputs, you know, input-output. I put in, I put in um, three quarters of sand, a bit of this, a bit of clay, and I get a cup. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That was what it was all about. <laughs> output, input, output, cup. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. About that dry, too, huh? don't <laughs> <laughs> like that. It's a very masculine approach. and Yeah. Um, Masculine is good. We still need the masculine because masculine gives us focus, even in the new human experience where we'd still be creating. You need that masculine focus for that intention and to get clear on your desire, okay? But what has happened with old human approach is we've gone right over the edge and begun to worship the masculine approach. in favor of the more feminine approach, which is about being and going with the process, okay, so sand and clay da 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 output equals cup, but you start to notice that when I pay attention to the process, I notice that when i when I adjust the sand ever so slightly. I get a new product, okay, it's not quite a cup, I don't know a language for it yet, but it's a beautiful product, hey, let's play, okay, Mm -hmm. so when you start paying attention to the process, you start to adjust, and that's how you get out of boredom, the boredom that most of the world is in now, because I believe that a lot of us are like, hey, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think
0: you had a tap on my phone this morning because I just said that today yeah. about something. Yeah, when we're not so busy doing, that is kind of the first layer of what we hit is boredom, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I'm bored. I want a new experience. I want mm-hmm. a new human experience. I want something different. But you're not going to get something different by doing the same thing you've always done. Right. And the way to notice... What you've always done so that you can adjust is to pay attention to the process. So pay attention to the sand and the clay and all the stuff you're putting in there, not the cup. That's a great tip.
0: You know, you wrote a little bit about this in an article that you shared with our audience in my digital magazine last summer, summer 2016. Mm -hmm. And if anybody that didn't catch that, it's still available free at journeyofpossibilities.com. So in there, you talked about, focusing more on what we prefer rather than what we think we should do. And mm. a lot of us have just had these little windows of time we create, a weekend, a vacation where we can do what we prefer rather than what we should do. How do we start to shift that for the nine-to-fivers and the you know, people that are really locked in that old routine?
3: Well, even within... Um Even within that nine to five and that old routine, I'm a great believer of creating bridges. Okay, Mm -hmm. okay. I'm a great believer for most people to create bridges because I don't tend to create bridges, I just jump. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's what you and I have in common right there. (laughs) So for me personally, I can just jump. I'm somebody who I, I, won't, I don't know how to swim and I jump in the water and I go, oh, <laughs> holy hell, I need to learn how to swim now. How do we do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for most people, they need that bridge. Within your nine to five, okay, what is it that you're doing that's bringing you joy? Joy is always a good way to start to identify your preferences. Okay? If something you're doing makes you feel good, there's a good chance you're on a preference. If something you're doing makes you feel horrible, there's a good chance you're working from condition, not preference. Okay?
2: Yeah.
3: So the conditions are the shoulds. Yeah? Um. So start to focus more in incremental quantities on the things you prefer to do. To start mm-hmm. to do more and more and more of those. Okay? Another way to start to look at preferences going along with that example as well, say uh, you were at work at 9 to 5 and you noticed that you like doing statistics, okay? For example, right. what 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 sense does it give you when you're doing the statistics? Because you're not doing it because of the statistics itself. You're doing it because it gives you a sense of something. It gives you a feeling of something. It could be a a sense of achievement. It could be a sense of flow. It could be a sense of excitement. It could be anything. Just name what it is. Then once you've got the sense of what it is, let's say you've decided that it gives you a sense of flow. That When you're doing the statistics, you're like, you can feel your being flowing, okay? Mm-hmm. So the key there is flow. The key there would be flow for you in terms of preferences. Now look at other areas of your life outside of nine to five that you can start to increase flow. That's how you start to do more of things, okay? Mm -hmm. Whatever areas of your life um, do you do things that are flowing? It could be small. It could be a little thing um, like going for a walk. And then you notice, oh, yeah, when I go for a walk, I'm in flow as well. You do more of the walking, so that's how you start to create a bridge all right now for someone in a 9 to 5 job that maybe they hate and they want to leave what you will find is that the more you do more of those flow things different opportunities will start to show up for you the reason opportunities are not showing up right here right now is because you're probably doing the same thing over and over again you know like we spoke about earlier mm-hmm. yeah once you start focusing on what brings you joy what brings you pleasure okay you will start reflecting that back to yourself in terms of other opportunities that bring you joy and pleasure one of those opportunities might be that uh, something comes up that allows you to leave work and do more of joy and pleasure Another opportunity that could come up is something happens within the workplace that changes the situation in the workplace. So you have more of joy and pleasure. Okay. Mm -hmm. So
0: basically if I'm understanding you right, you're kind of describing the manifestation process as I shift my energy, then I shift what I'm creating and attracting to myself.
3: Exactly. As you shift your energy and make your preferences important, you attract more of those preferences. And the way to identify your preferences or one way to identify your preferences is to start to look at the things that bring you joy, that bring you bliss, the things that you do that make you feel good. Yeah, And that's a fun thing to do, too. Who doesn't want to focus on what we're joyous about? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Except for conditioning that tells us that we shouldn't. You'd be right. amazed how many people are still conditioned into that place that struggle is the more noble way to do things. Mm. Or, or hardship is the more noble way. There's that conditioning There's the other side of the conditioning which is the fear that if you speak out or if you start to do the things you love you could die for doing the things you believe in because in times gone by people actually did die for Mm -hmm. speaking up or doing the things they believe in those things are encoded in our psyche you know they are here's the thing with the new human experience and the new world that we are building. You no longer have to die for what you believe in. Yeah. Yeah. You can live for what you believe in this work that I'm doing now, the new human experience, eh, a good couple of, of a hundred years ago, it would have got me burnt at the stake. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yep. Got <laughs> me burnt while I'm proper. And here I am doing work now that more and more people are saying, Oh my god, tell us more about how to live this new human experience. Tell us more about how to create this. Okay. And that was one of my fears that people would think I was going mad. <laughs> <laughs> and do the modern day burning, which is tie me up in a straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> well, it's interesting to me to kind of play this forward. So we're following our joy. We're seeing shifts happen in our life that attract more of what we want, and which is then diminishing to less of what we didn't want or enjoy. At some point, It seems like we will also come to a place where a bigger leap may need to happen. And that Mm -hmm. takes us right onto that continuum of control to trust, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. And what's your question? Just how cyclical
0: this is and then going back to what you spoke about earlier Mm -hmm. and how to manage that when we realize we're in a place of trying to control and how to bring ourselves to trust. Yeah.
3: Go back to trust. That's my simple answer. Yeah. Um, it's not about control or lack of control. Whenever you feel yourself going into this whole control thing, and there's a whole different ways, like you said earlier, Cheryl, that we 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 trick ourselves. But mm-hmm. really what we're trying to do is control things. So once you catch yourself doing that, is to stop. Okay. The best way to stop anything is to stop. Yeah. So you stop right. and then you give yourself the suggestion that you are moving into trust and talking about trust and this inner authority thing. The ultimate trust you want to trust is yourself. Okay. Yes. We've also been taught through this inner outward thing, this over emphasis on the masculine principle and the masculine energy that we trust things outside of ourselves. Yeah, So we trust the government and we trust the church and we trust the parents and we trust anything but ourselves. Okay, so mm-hmm. the biggest lesson the new human is learning is how to reverse that um, indoctrination and start to trust ourselves again.
0: Absolutely,
3: that's where you place your trust. You place your trust on your own inner world, your own inner world will tell you what action you need to take next. Okay. It will tell you if you need any support, it will tell you what kind of support you need. And that support, often when I talk about trusting yourself, sometimes people misinterpret it and think I'm talking about you don't rely on anybody, you become an island and da, da, da. No, 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 no. What the inner guidance will do, it will also tell you who you can approach for support. Okay, who you can connect with, what you can connect with, how you can connect with. But you always go to yourself first for that.
0: And I love how you've talked about how the things that we attract changes, the things that the circumstances of our life change, because this conversation is divinely timed as well.
3: Everything in our life is right <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly how what are the chances that we got together today to have this conversation? I mean, I wrote that article for you it 's like mm-hmm. a year ago, and <laughs> and here we are coming full circle, kind of talking about it in much more depth today. And that is because, A, I am ready to talk about it. At the time I wrote it, I was still going through a lot of what I was going through. But that foundation still stands. And today I'm in a more comfortable, confident, self-trusting place um, to have a deeper, more expanded conversation around the new human and the new human experience.
0: Well, you're you're explaining it very well, so thank you for explaining all of this. Tell me a little bit about how you've developed some tools and things to help us in our journey. I saw something on your website about a clarity quest. Tell me how that helps us get clear in finding our direction.
3: Yeah, clarity quest is something I developed because, you know, what we were talking about earlier, how... um, I went through that place where I was so confused and I didn't know what step to take next or what to do next. And that was really painful. And as mm-hmm. I'm talking to more and more people, Cheryl, I'm finding that a lot of people are in that scary, painful place It's like I really don't know what to do next. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So I've developed those five questions Um, To begin to give you a sense of what your next step is. So I've developed it in a way that you are asking your own inner authority, your own inner guru about what to do next um the questions are asked in a way that you're constantly focusing on what's important to you not what's important to Nana not what's important to the president Mm -hmm. what's important to your children what's important to you okay that's what those five questions are for and as you answer them, they take you to a place where you start to get a sense of what your next step is. And the thing with steps, especially, especially in this unknown era, is a lot of people are waiting for their ducks to be lined up. They're waiting for step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten to make itself known. It's not impossible, it's highly improbable. Okay, mm-hmm. that's going to happen. What's more likely to happen right now, because everything is unknown and it's still unfolding, is you'll only know the very step right in front of you. That's where, <laughs> you know I mean? that's where practicing trust comes in, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's where we're becoming master creators by um, mastering trust in that way, yeah? And becoming... Um, a master creator is actually one of the qualities of conscious master creator is one of the con- qualities of a human. So it actually makes sense that we are putting ourselves in a situation where we're having to master the frequency of trust. Because once mm-hmm. we master the frequency of trust, we can start to really use that, deliberately use energy-led creation, and then we become conscious creators. It's
0: so true that if we're staying conscious, we're manifesting practically instantly these days. So oh. if, if, if we're staying conscious, we get an answer immediately, whether we, we've made an action that's moving us toward our joy or away from it, because we can feel it right away, right? Right. <laughs>
3: That's one of the things that's happening with the refinement of the energy of the human race. Whereas we're becoming more energy-led, we're refining so much that we notice things. Now, what you want to do as a new human, we're creating anyway. You're either Mm -hmm. creating consciously or you're creating unconsciously. Mm -hmm. What you want to do as a new human is to start to create consciously. Yeah? Um, The other quality of a new human and something else you want to start doing as a new human that will allow you to start to create more consciously is to become highly self-aware, highly self-aware. And what I mean by that is to really start to get to know yourself. You know, we talked earlier about preferences. Okay, mm-hmm. you'd be amazed how many people don't know what their preferences are. What do I prefer versus what have I been told is. Mm-hmm. Okay, You'll ask a lot of people what their preferences are and they will tell you what they've heard. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you want to start to understand what your preferences are. You want to start to understand what your beliefs are. Okay? Belief is another big driver in the conscious creation vehicle. Yes. So you want to know the little nuances of your belief. Again, taking belief as an example, people might hear a belief, for example, um, I don't have enough money. Okay. And what people don't understand, a lot of people don't understand this, that I don't have enough money is actually part of a bigger belief. It's part of a bigger belief that's probably influencing a lot more of your life than you realize. So I don't have enough money is part of the bigger belief of I believe in lack. Okay, And part of that I believe in lack is I don't have enough money. But I believe in lack might be showing up in other areas of your life. You need to get intimate with how those beliefs are playing out. Because I believe in an abundance will have different influences in your life too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so there's preferences, there's beliefs. You also want to start to know your body, your energy, and when you're holding certain frequencies. This is one of my favorite ways to play with people is to help them activate certain frequencies. Again, people hold frequencies. It might hold a frequency of lack or a frequency of abundance or a frequency of joy or a frequency of fear. But a lot of people don't know what it feels like to hold those different frequencies in their body. Mm -hmm. The more you learn about that, the more you become a conscious creator,
0: and for some of us, it's just even taking that first step to say, "I'm going to stop being busy all the time, and I'm going to create space and time in my day to to go into all this." Right? Because if mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are just running around busy from the minute they get out of bed until they fall in at night.
3: Yeah, busy, yeah. busy, busy. <laughs> And that's the way of the old human. That is a a lot to do with that productivity we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of us have been brought up on the idea of productivity being king. Now, productivity is cool. But I'm going to invite you, if you're that busy, busy, outward busy person, that you can stop. Productivity will not stop. I'm just inviting you to look at productivity from another angle, which is to stop and decide on what is important to you. Stop and start looking at your beliefs. Stop and start becoming aware of who you are. Okay? That's Perfect. a kind of productivity
0: perfect strategy. Well, I know we're going to run out of time here and I want to make sure I ask you about how you're using your website and Facebook to create community and help us through this new human experience.
3: Yay, thank you. Well, I've created a community called the new human experience. So if you just type in on Facebook, the new human experience, You can come and join us there anytime. Um, (laughs) As with the whole of the New Human Experience, it's an experience that's also unfolding for me. (laughs) I've decided not to be too prescriptive with myself about where I take it. Um, I have got a desire for it, which is to create a community where... People feel comfortable to come and experience that transformation from old human to new human. So do please come and join us there. At the moment, I'm running a 10 day new human adventure. Okay, and that's where I'm teaching people everything I know about becoming a new human, so from when you have a desire to becoming a conscious creator and how to use energy to create more effectively so I'm doing that over the next ten days. Um, if you miss that, it doesn't matter because i I run it cyclically, okay, and in the group. I have a roadmap. So after I've run this 10 days, I'm going to have a roadmap to guide anyone that joins the group at any point in the group and they'll be able to follow that very roadmap. So that's where I'm focusing my energy at the moment, just creating this community of new humans. So go to Facebook and type in the new human experience and you'll find me. That's great. I like to
0: wrap up all my shows by asking my guest if there is a parting thought after all of this that we've shared that you would like to leave listeners with.
3: Yeah. You are more powerful than you give yourself credit for. Much, much, much more powerful than you give yourself credit for. And the whole shift that is happening on earth at the moment is so that as a human race, we can get to that point where we can see our power and we can no longer deny it. Okay, And this new human experience, the whole experience is about bringing that power to our awareness. And what fun. (laughs) fun. Exactly. It's fun. Once you understand what's happening, Cheryl, it's fun. Yes, it is. Well, Mm -hmm. thank you so much for spending
0: this time with us. I've thoroughly enjoyed it as always.
3: You're welcome. You are completely welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And much, much love to all your listeners and happy creating everyone.
0: Would you like to be a guest on Exploring Possibilities? drop me a note at info at com. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on Exploring Possibilities.